Welcome to the show where we uncover the blueprint of success and the business tools you need to achieve the American dream. Helping people turn passion and dreams into money-making machines. This is Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Now, here's Chase. Hey, go get Chase. Seriously, his show's starting at a new time. No, man, he's done made the big time. Now he's prime time. Chase, get in here. Chase! I've got a song in the queue. I'm, I'm just going to punch the button. Well, we're moving on up. Moving on up to the east side. To a Well, 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 you already know who it is, Jackson. My name's Chase Channel, and this is Strictly Business. In studio, we have Mr. Sid Michael. Sid, what's happening? Rock and roller, brother. Can you believe I finally hit the big time? Man, you know what made me believe it? When I saw you dancing in your way in here. Well, I just said, you know, we're moving on up, moving <laughs> on up. <laughs> to the east side. It, but in your case, you're on the north side. You know, uh, Manager Lacey at the station said... Uh, he said, the ratings are so good, we got to get you in the prime time. That's what I'm talking about. If you're not in prime time, you ain't no time. Well, you know, we do the show for the listeners, and uh, the great news about it is we're a little closer to quitting time. You know, I was going to say something about that. I mean, because now you're right close to quitting time on Friday, it's kind of hard to be hardcore business. Well, the good news is is that uh, I happen to have a little in with the show writer, so we can do whatever we want. <laughs> And we're going to talk all things business. Sid is with us, as always, and we're going to get uh, – he's an ultimate closer. So we're going to talk a little bit about sales today. We're going to keep it a little lighthearted, play you some some nice tunes to get you through the weekend. But the uh, I think the name of the game today is we're going to talk a lot about closing the deals. Yeah, we can talk about, you know, like, like you talked about. I mean, we can talk about soft sales, you know, assumptive sales. We could just talk about closes. That'd be a blast. Well, here's the deal. Because this show's called Strictly Business, we talk about all things business. But the truth is, maybe you're heading out to the Cody Saloon this weekend. You need help closing that deal. Chase, only you go to that, Cody. Closers, you know, closing skills, you, you got to have them, whether it's in life or business. Yeah, I'm not trying to close under 21. Well, you know, I mean, I, th I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's- at Most bars I go over. to, I look for wedding bands. There, I look for X's on the hand. Well, that, that is a good indicator, but, you know, I, you're kind of a regular over there now. <laughs> Only because I watched you play pool for half the night. Well, you know, I do enjoy playing pool. Sometimes it takes your friends to drag you into town, and uh, we already got some text rolling in on the Victory Honda text line. It says, we like going to Cody's, too. 
but I have an X. Well, there you go, Sid. You already got some fans coming in. If you want to get in on the action, you can, as always, go over to facebook.com forward slash the Chase Channel Show, or you can shoot us a text on the Victory Honda text line at 731-215-0158. Or if you're feeling froggy, you want to give us a call, the number to call 731-499-3865. So tell you us- You think we can go to the tap? And then if, if, if things get going crazy, then, then we can mosey on, roll down the hill. Well, here's what I think. I think that the time that we've spent out here in Jackson, that we could do a full-on uh, nightlife review. I think we could do a whole eating and nightlife review. Well, there's no, there's no denying we know our food. Well, I mean, if we're going to sit here, a lot of people are arguing about sports all day. I think we should stay in our lane and argue about food. Well, you know, food, everyone's got to eat. Well... It's just become more difficult for me with my vegan diet. <laughs> vegan. Vegan schmegan. Let me ask you something. Straight up, tell me one restaurant in all of Jackson that'll pull the tails off of their shrimp. Well, I know of one. I only know of one, Picasso's. Because I thank the lady for doing it. Well, you know, I mean, some I got tired like, of watching you eat the tails everywhere else we some, were at. Some people like the tails. This redneck was eating the tails everywhere we went until Picasso started pulling them off. Listen, if there if there's a little breading on there, I'm not going to go digging around looking to see what's under there. <laughs> I was raised you just eat it and don't ask questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Man, uh, um, I think, uh, you know, and, and I, I mean, we're giving a shameless plug here, but I tell you what, uh, I think Sundays at Picasso's with the little Polish girl that's uh, being our our, our, our uh you know, bartender or whatever, man, that that's, that's the best Sunday you can spend in Jackson. Well, you know, it's kind of my, my, it's my Sunday routine. It's not too crowded. You know, you can kind of slide in there and just, you know, nice comfortable seats there. Yeah. If you ever want to just get a quick seat, just sit at the bar. Cause ain't nobody drinking right after church well, or before, oh. <laughs> you just never know, you know, little, little Sunday brunches out there. <laughs> So Sid Michael's with us, and, and he is, in my uh, my humble opinion. Whoa, I, Chase just plurled me again. I think that you're a, you're a great closer. On convincing you that you think I'm plural? I didn't say plural. You said Sid Michael's. I said Sid Michael is. There's a difference. I, I, here we go. This is going to just, just break up the, the whole question of this. I want you to call in, write, email, text, put on the Facebook, if Chase has introduced me as Sid Michaels, or Sid Michael is. I Listen, need, I need everybody's going to hear Sid Michaels, but I've known <laughs> you long enough to know it's Sid Michael. We we, we need to ha- we need to have some uh, user or uh, listener participation here. So f- from now on, I'm going to have to when I reference Sid, I'm going to have to say Sid Michael. That's my name. He is with us today. And That's give you right. like a nice 30-second pause just to well, make sure it hey, was clear. That I, hey, listen, I'm big enough to be two, but I'm one. I'm just letting you know. Well, I'll second that motion. <laughs> tell, tell us about how to close the deal, Sid. What's the basic art of making somebody say yes? Well, well, let's just talk about setting up the deal, right? I mean, so when you're talking about business, right? So whenever, whenever you meet and greet, which is the first step to the road to the sale, you want to meet and greet people, right? And and when you meet somebody and you go, hey, can I help you? And they say, I'm just looking. What do you say next? Well, it depends on what you're selling, but you could say, you know, most of my clients start out looking. You could say looking for something a little newer, a little nicer. You could say, uh, you know, a lot of different things. Yeah, you say, what are you looking for? There you go. Right. Open you know, open into question. You know, one of my this was this is how I did it before I was trained. Right. I didn't I didn't know. I just knew they'd say I'm just looking. So I would always say. 
they'd always say, you know, we're just looking. I would say, uh, oh, man, that's great. I would say, uh, do you know what you're looking for? I'd say because it's really kind of confusing where all the stuff is around here. So if you kind of let me know what you're looking for, I'll at least point you in the right direction. Yeah. Then they felt like just saying I'll point you in the right direction didn't mean I was going to be on their hip right. the rest of the yeah, time. Yeah, you were teasing them. I was teasing them. But once yeah. they said, well, yeah, we're looking for the, you know, the cords, I'm like, well, those are right over here. Follow me, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then you're in. Yeah, that well, that's a way to do it. But always to find out what they're looking for when you meet and greet because you want to break the ice, right? And, 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 and you want to build the trust factor, right? But let's just say it's not the uh, uh, people always walking on the lot in a retail situation. Sometimes when you're calling people, right, uh, you might not have the same scenario because you're actually calling them and bothering them, right? Right. So what you, what you want to do when you're greeting, meeting and greet, building trust, is you want to take the pink elephant, it's pink, not purple, pink elephant out of the room by saying what? I don't know. You're the master. <laughs> well, you would say, hey, Chase, how you doing? You know, my name's Sid Michael. If you're asking yourself if I just cold called you, I did. But let me tell you why. Because after 30 seconds, you're going to have an edu- enough education to make a sound decision on whether or not this is available for you or we'll part friends and get off the phone. You know what I found the best way for me personally with cold calling is, and I'm very effective at it, is I just have such a an authoritative approach right that we're supposed to be talking yeah that i don't have a hard time and usually i will give my name like it's like like it's the title right you know like people give out there so give me an example so like as an example i would say uh, like if you answer the phone i would say is this sid yes hey sid it's chase channel over at victory honda how you doing awesome i don't drive hondas well I, and I, and, you know, and I would hit him with, you know, I understand that or whatever the case may be. But, but a lot of times where, where it goes is just being sh- more sure. You, you know, what's awesome about having a name like Sid What is not a single cold caller ever says a Sid there. Well, yeah, that's they true. all ask for Michael first and they might say Saeed side like that. And I love it. Cause I'll pronounce right back what they say. Michael side isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> and they know they're talking to the guy, right. but they just know they pronounced it wrong. And so they're fighting it in their head. What does SYD smell? What is SYD? And unfortunately, when they try and correct it, they always come back. Well, uh, 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 is Michael Saeed then? I'm like, Michael Saeed is making a blizzard. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think that in general, when you, when you talk about making the cold call and you get somebody on the horn, the first thing I always do is, is I'm straight to the point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Yeah, but but take it off the table. Did I just cold call you? I did. But the good news is, is what you're about to hear come out of my mouth is going to be worth the best 30 seconds you've spent all day with anybody that you wasted time with. And what Sid's referring to there is what we call buying yourself more time. you got to earn the next amount of seconds. Right with someone, and that's how you do it is by giving them. You have you have eight seconds. That's that's the attention span. There's something else that Sid does all the time, and uh, I don't do this. And it almost makes me uncomfortable when Sid does it. Oh, <laughs> but every time hit on the girls with the X. No, no, oh. no, no, no. Every time we go anywhere, you all and they say, "Hey, how how are you? How are you today? What do you say? Awesome, always. Awesome. No, you don't say. Say it how you say it. Awesome, always. Yeah, it's he basically makes a formal announcement at the checkout at the at the grocery store <laughs> that he's awesome always. And he's always referring to every one of them by name because they got their name tags on, puzzling them. <laughs> They're trying to figure out, how does this guy know me? You're just a social butterfly at the checkout. 
Do you watch them all take that deep swallow right after I say awesome always? Well, they don't know what's coming next. They're like, what is this guy on today? <laughs> we don't know, but we want some of it. Yeah, well, maybe. So you're a musical guy, and last week I promised a few songs. So we got a few minutes before we have a break, but just so I'm prepared, what would you like? Because I feel like, you know, we're really in a celebration mood. The weekend's here. Well, there's no no question what song you play. You know, we finally hit the prime we, time. We, we're prime time, baby. Well, what would you like to hear? I want Cool in the Gang. Cool in the Gang. Okay, I can handle that. So Sid goes in. Tell us why you make the announcement at the uh, when at the checkout, because I'd like to understand that a little bit better. Why, why exactly I say awesome always? Yeah, let's hear the line. You want to know the truth? Yeah. Because I hate talking to people. Really? Yeah. No, here's the deal. You come within three feet of somebody or 10 feet of somebody, and I don't want them to set the pace. I'd rather put them on the back of their heels and set the pace for them so they just shut their mouth and walk by. Hey, how you doing? Great. Awesome always. And you watch them take that big old lump throat, you know, swallow as they're walking by because they're afraid to respond back because they don't know where you're coming from. See, I just keep it real short. They must think that I'm like uh, antisocial. I don't even look at them. I just stare down at the keypad. And they'll say, like, did you find everything? I'm like, I think so. Well, how social is that? Well, the problem is, and this is something that that, a lot of people in sales can relate to, is when you come home after a long day of interacting with the public, being social, being putting yourself out there, making sure everybody's happy. You just don't want to while you're checking out paying for your toilet paper. I'm going to set you straight. You asked for it. I'm going to set you straight. Okay, hit me. That's because you don't love what you do. That's not true. That's a fact. No if way. you love what you do, it is not a problem. There's it, no problem. What are you, you wore out from doing what you love, what you do? No, I think that I put more into what I do during the day than what maybe oh, is, you know. Please. Just saying. Whatever. Dude, listen. If you love what you do, it, seriously, because I love people, really. I just don't. I just This wa- is coming from the guy that tries to get me to retire every day, tells me I'm going to working for the man. You are working for the man. <laughs> You're selling your soul for the man. <laughs> Anybody who has a job. I, don't make me go off on it. <laughs> don't make me go off on it. Oh. And, and, and now days, now times, if you're not working for yourself, you're a sucker. Because let me tell you something. The second you go work for the man, they gave up on you. You think that's the case? I, I, I think either you're, hey, either you're going to be making your dreams come true or you're going to be making their dreams come true. Take this job. There's your song. You know what the, uh, what's that What's that saying that says, uh Boss, uh, boss, I make a nickel, boss makes a dime. That's why I poop on company time. <laughs> That's exactly right, man. I'm telling you, you you'll notice, and then I'm not going to say it anymore. The only reason why I go by your work is to eat all the ice cream sandwiches. That's all I care about. That's all they're good for. <laughs> well, you know, Sid, so Sid thinks I hate my job. and uh, You don't hate your I job. I don't love what I do. I, I don't think you love what you do enough. I think you got to love helping people. Well, th- there's parts of what I do that I love, but there's parts I don't. Well, then why are you so wore out when you get home? Well, it's just taxing. You know it's how it is. It's not taxing. You're letting it be taxing. Well, I think that sometimes. If you if love you, what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And until you love what you do, you won't know what that feels like. Well, I can tell you this. I've spent 10 years doing it, and I still like it. Still wake up. I don't feel like I'm working. Well, <laughs> All right. As long as you can sell yourself, you can sell the rest of the world. You think so? Yeah, I know so. Sid's professionally retired. He retired at, <laughs> at what age? <laughs> uh, since 2004, I've not worked for anybody. Was that the first time, though, or did you work for yourself before that? No, I was thrown into business. 
I, 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 I would have procrastinated forever. I was scared to death. We're going to take a short break. And uh, while we're on the break, Sid's going to give me some counseling on how I can uh, <laughs> c- continue to, to push through the workday. If you want to join us, so you got questions, comments, or you think that uh, working for the man's no fun, head on over to facebook.com forward slash the Chase Channel Show. If you're if you're just now joining us, uh, you can always catch the replay tomorrow morning from nine to eleven right here on ninety three one. Or as always, you can if you have an iPhone, here's the easiest way to listen to the show. There's a purple button on all of them that says podcast. We always put it up on podcasts. So all you have to do is click the button. It's totally free. Type in the Chase Channel Show. The show pops up. You want to make sure to click it. It adds it to your library. You hit subscribe, and then each week when the new show's up, it'll do a push alert to your phone and let you know that it's there so you can hear it. We're going to take a short break. What song was this? We got the Cool in the Gang? Cool in the Gang. Cool in the Gang. Coming right your way. We'll be back. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. Taking care of business. Taking care of business. It's the summer blockbuster sales event, and it's the best time to buy at Victory Honda of Jackson. From now through the end of the month, you can drive home any select vehicle in stock, and you won't have to make a payment until 2019. That's right, no payments until next year. Plus, we'll give you 125% of the book value for your trade-in. For complete details, visit VictoryHondaJackson.com. Then come into Victory Honda on Highway 45 Bypass and drive home a brand new Honda and make no payments until 2019 and get 125% of the book value for your trade. But hurry, this won't last long. Come in today for the summer blockbuster sales event at Victory Honda. With approved credit through Honda Financial Services, not all buyers or vehicles will qualify. Payments deferred by lender. Offer valid on select models. Offer does not combine. Plus tax title, license, and 499 dot fees. 125% of the black book wholesale value minus restocking, reconditioning, and mileage fees. Subject to a clean Carfax report. Not valid on previous purchases. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 63018.
celebration we're celebrating hanging out with the chase channel show gang mr sid michael is in studio with us today uncle sid how you doing man i love it man hey listen i'm gonna tell you right now i'm not gonna apologize to you because i can't lie to you but because i love you to death to the end is the only reason why i tell you the truth that's a fact and when you uh when you say that is that in referring to uh the that I should have an early retirement? No. I'm just saying you need to do what you love because you're too damn talented to not. That's all. You got to think of it this way, okay? If you could go chase butterflies around and make a million dollars, well, then go chase butterflies. But I've had a standard motto my whole life. I say I've always been in it for the money. And there was a shifting point in my life when the money quit mattering. And what I mean by that is, is that I feel like that in business, you realize that money doesn't make you happy. I always thought it would. I mean, I literally No, it doesn't make you happy. There's just no fulfillment in it. You get to the end of it and you say, now I'm not going to say money doesn't make your life easier and there's things you can buy, but it's really pick your stress. It's a big bandaid and it is pick your stress. Because, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're not working, you might not be stressed about work, but then yeah. you're stressed about, you know, I can't pay my bills. So it's, That's right. it's a double-edged sword. And, you That's know, right. I think that, that in my opinion is learn what you can, why you can, make the most of whatever opportunity you've got, but always be ready for the next one. When, when I was your age, I was working for the man. Tell us about the time when, when you made the decision to leave and what that was like in your life. <laughs> well, um, I'll, I'll just t- give the backstory too, so everyone understands what you were doing. I'm 31 years old. Yeah. Uncle Sid was 32. Yeah, I was 32 de- years when old. When he decided, and he was doing the same thing I was doing at yeah, 31. I was a general manager, general number two manager Kia store of, in the country. Of a car dealership. And, and, uh, and Mitsubishi, even though they had no value. But 
and that was in uh, that was a long time ago because <laughs> Uncle Sid's old. I'm 44. But tell us about seriously what like what was that like? What shift happened in you? How did you do it? All right. Well, I'm just saying. All right, so you know, like I, I walked out back behind the dealership, and I remember I remember exactly where I was standing, looking up at the sky, and thought, "What have I done?" Because I thought, you know, the whole time throughout the car business, I got into sales. I was a used car manager at 23. I was a, you know, uh, GSM at 25 in finance by 27, a general manager at 29. Right. And I thought, you know, I'm on the career path of where I want to go and what I want to do. And I can, I, I can, you know, I'm proven, you know, that I, I'm that guy that, you know, that I'm supposed to be. And at 32 years old, I realized I would never be a baseball coach. I would never be a dad that was home that could be a dad. I'd be a, an away father. And, and, and this, is bef- <laughs> this is before having kids or a wife, I'm thinking this. Which, by the way, I've obviously epically failed and, and don't have a wife or kids right now. But I'm just saying I knew that I wanted to be able to be the best dad possible if given the chance. And I wanted to be the best friend possible given the chance. And I couldn't do that when the number one thing in my life was is to go work retail hours in the car business. So I chose to step away from it. And not only that, not saying that you you don't have a little bit better deal and you're not, you know, set up right in what you're doing, right? Uh, A lot of because you're a very talented guy. I've always told you above average at everything you do. You've gotten guidance to make sure that you don't make the same mistakes as Uncle Sid made a little bit and uh you know let's let's just just face it man I, I remember when i looked up in that sky i thought you know what these guys don't appreciate me they don't care about me they don't really care what it is it's all about the money at the end of the day and you know what i'm going to do that i'm going to go after them and i'm going to sell them and then i'll get paid what i think i'm worth not what they think i'm worth and you know I mean, within five months of being in business for myself, I had a better month than the best year I ever had in the car business. Well, I don't think that that's normal. I think that, I think that, you I think know, you're better than that. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying you that obviously that, you know, working for yourself is not something that I'm an advocate of being an entrepreneur and working for yourself. I also think that in life, there's certain paths that when you make the decisions to pursue them, you know, like for me, you got to look at risk versus reward. Right. I totally understand what you're saying. And it, and it really is pick your stress. Because, you know, I mean, I've had months where I felt guilty that were so well and everything was moving, momentum was good, everything was great. And I've had months where I'm like, man, I should just kept that job. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, that that's, that's part of it. But, man, I tell you, you know, we're both gamblers. Yeah. I love being the underdog. Well, and 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 I'm and I've had some of that in my life. I think a lot of it too is is you get so used to it. You know what I mean? Like doubt me, watch my smoke, son. Well, we have a few texts that came in on the Victory Honda text line. Uh, looks like one of them says, "Congratulations on the new time slot. Love ringing in the weekend with you." How about that? That was nice of them. Thank you. Oh, this is a this is a good one. Ninety three one, the best talk radio station in West Tennessee. Signed, James. We appreciate you, James. Uh, the Victory Honda text line. Love ending the week with the Chase Channel Show. When can we start the week with you? Signed, Fangirl. Nice. Well, you know, I would do. So what did she mean? She mean she loves the, the end of the week and then when, when, when are you going to start starting the week? 
I think, yeah, I'm, it sounds like they won't, you know, she wants me to do more than uh, one show. Well, if, if you if, if if you worked for yourself and had your shows, then you could. But too bad. Sorry, fangirl. He's uh, he sold his soul to the man. I'm, I'm working for the man. Oh, here's oh, here's the best one. The Victory Honda text line. Love the music. Uncle Sid is the best DJ. Signed MC Hammer. <laughs> if you want to join us, you can always text us on the Victory Honda text line. The number to text is 731-215-0158. Or if you go to Facebook.com forward slash the Chase Channel Show, you can always shoot uh, on the messenger there. You can shoot in any questions or anything you want us to talk about on the air. We love hearing your feedback, comments, and uh, we don't really care for the concerns. But what was the text from Keith I saw? Which one? There's one I saw from Keith or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Oh. I don't see it here. Oh. I mean, you got MC Hammer texting in about your DJing skills. <laughs> You're a little all over the board, though. Last week, we're listening to uh, it's okay. Mark Broussard and Stairways to Heaven and and a little bit of, uh, who was the other one we Drake played? White. Yeah, Drake White. We had the Drake White Marathon. Man, we're going to have to play him today. I, you done got me in the mood now. See, Sid wants to help. He believes that we should help all these upcoming artists get airtime. Well, I think anybody working hard should get recognized. I, I mean, that's just who I am, man. I like hardworking people. Surround me with hardworking people. I thought you didn't like people who work for the man. I don't care who they work for. You want them to be independently Hold entrepreneurs. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Be... Dude, I don't care who they work for. I don't love and care and, and, and I'm buddies for, for 10 plus years with them. I care about you. Well, I mean, I feel extra special now. <laughs> I'm sorry to make you blush, son, but I'm just letting you know. The um, Well, I just think that, you know, it brings up a good point because there's so many people. And here's the crazy part is, is I got nothing tying me down. There's a lot of people with wives, with kids, with responsibilities. With, That's right. That it makes it even harder to ever make a decision to walk away from something. Oh, buddy, I, I told, I've told you and I've said and I've, I've said a hundred times. You know how many people got a ten grand a month in bills, and, and they don't have a choice to do what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think both of us could pretty much do the debt free scream if we needed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and 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 honestly, like some of the riskiest moves I've made, man, I can sleep in a ditch. I ain't got to worry about kids. My dad was 19 years old, back from Vietnam, and already had two kids. He didn't have that choice. And I saw that and thought, not me, son. That ain't going to be me. You know what I mean? And that's why, you know, I chose to, you know, be single and have kids. And I'm not saying I won't ever have kids and won't ever get married. I keep, it's weird, man. I'm 44 years old and I keep thinking I'm going to have kids when I grow up. <laughs> you know, one of the things that's always fueled me, though, is the accomplishments and the accolades that go with what I do. You know what I mean? Like you, when you win awards and you've done this and you've done that, I mean, it, it just, I've always enjoyed the recognition side. And I think recognition so overlooked in the workplace in general, because a lot of people will do more for recognition than they'll do for money. I totally agree. And, and, and if you need the recognition, then I think that's important. And I do love giving recognition because it's a lot easier to pay than money. Well, and sometimes everyone just needs, you know, they just need a good old attaboy. There's nothing wrong with that. And see, I probably make the mistake and do that for my friends and do that for my girlfriends. And then they start believing it too much. Well, you know, I think sometimes that, that that can be the case. And, you know, I mean, I think like you talked about last week, supporters and reporters. Right. I mean, you know, I think that in life, like me, I've always looked out for me. So it's tough that when you when you make like in business, you have to start worrying about 
is all your are all your people going to be paid? Are they making a good enough living? Are they providing what they should? You start shouldering all these other. It's lonely at the top. It's very lonely at the top. And in fact, I've thought about writing a book about it. Yeah, you should. You know, because I think that leadership's lonely. Yeah, it is lonely. So is entrepreneurship. I mean, you, seriously, suicide rates high among entrepreneurs because you ain't got nobody saying good job. Everybody doubts you. When you're doing good, if you even mention the word Gucci, they think you're bragging. You know what I mean? It's 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 a it's an odd little world. And and then everybody who's your friend really is just trying to chomp at your heels to get your time. What would you say the most gratifying part of what you do as an entrepreneur has been? Hmm. The fact that whenever my buddy Chase calls me and says, "Hey, can you come up to Tennessee?" blah 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 blah, I jumped in the truck and came. Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. That's what it all is. That is success. Well, the, you know, and I and I don't disagree. I think freedom's a fantastic thing, and I think that we all make choices that shape our lives, and, and you know, you build the result. I think so many people, too, and this is a mistake that happens in, in life and the workplace, they get so invested in the path they're on. They think, well, I've been 10 years with this company. How could I ever go start back over somewhere else? Dude, I watched my dad do 26 years with AT&T. He got a watch band, not a watch. A watch band? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he didn't get any sort of uh uh you know any sort of credit to, for his family even to get good decent i mean they still waylay me on on phone bills every month you know what i mean they do stuff that if a car guy would have done would have went to prison well you don't even get a family discount no really no. my whole family worked for the bell company the uh so i bet your dad was proud of that watch band no he wasn't <laughs> he was mad about it no he wasn't mad he did what he had to do. My dad was a man. My dad was a hardworking guy, and he was he was he was you know, ve I, he was very focused and and did what he had to do to make sure me and my brother never did without. I mean, you would never know that we were probably lower middle class. You, you would never know. You just wouldn't know. Well, we you were. know, a lot of that came from you know your dad's parents were part of what was known as the silent generation. Yeah, and you know they didn't talk about money. Yeah. They didn't talk about sex. They yeah. just, there's certain things that weren't, they just don't, you just didn't talk yeah. about well, it. Well, it's, yeah. In today's world, I mean, it's like, that's all people talk about. Right. And it's, you know, that's changed, but that generation's one of the, the proudest yeah. generations, I think, of all. Yeah. Well, pride can get you in trouble. Well, and, and, and I think it can. There's no doubt about it. But I think, especially that, in business, I think that, you know, when you look at somebody who's, who's conducted their life that way and shouldered it from, from A to Z, and you you gotta have a lot of respect for somebody that oh dude there's nobody gonna tell you that they don't like i love older the older generation i mean i just love wisdom you know i respect my elders very very much and and and, and i know you do too man yeah and uh you know like they can tell you the solutions to complicated problems in so few words and make it seem so simple that you wonder why you complicated it you know what i mean yeah. i love listening to you know older people I think I told you there was a lady that lived across the street where I grew up named Granny Kate. She was 96. And I'd get off the bus and go sit on the front porch with her for hours. I just love listening to that lady tell me stories. And I learned a lot from Granny Kate. That's a fact. But <clears throat> the point of the, of the whole matter is, and, and I don't disrespect or look down on my father at all. I think he did a better, I understand him more now that he's gone than, than when he was around. But truth be known you know we're in a different times man the cheese has moved 
So therefore we got it moved and you got to be self-educated, self-responsible, and you got to take care of yourself and you got to put yourself in the best position. Listen, it is pick your stress. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's months that, you know, that I feel like, you know, man, I, I, if I just worked for somebody else, I wouldn't have to care, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and I'm 24 seven. I have no, no downtime whatsoever, but on the flip side, I can live anywhere in the world. I can work less than three hours a week and I can make more than an executive income. You know what, uh, you know what song I always play when I'm feeling sorry for myself? <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> you know what it is? Luke Combs what? No, I play, uh, Chris Stapleton. Jamie who? Johnson's. It's, it might be lonely at the top, but oh, yeah. it's a, at the at bottom. The bottom. That's a good <laughs> you song. Know what I mean? That's a great song. We're going to take a short break. DJ Sid mixing the tunes, so there's no telling what's about to play, but we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. summer blockbuster sales event and it's the best time to buy at victory honda of jackson from now through the end of the month you can drive home any select vehicle in stock and you won't have to make a payment until 2019 that's right no payments until next year plus we'll give you 125 percent of the book value for your trade-in for complete details visit victoryhondajackson.com then come into victory honda on highway 45 bypass and drive home a brand new honda and make no payments until 2019 and get 125% of the book value for your trade. But hurry, this won't last long. Come in today for the summer blockbuster sales event at Victory Honda. With approved credit through Honda Financial Services. Not all buyers or vehicles will qualify. Payments deferred by lender. Offer valid on select models. Offer does not combine. Plus tax title license and 499 fees. 125% of the black book wholesale value minus restocking, reconditioning, and mileage fees. Subject to a clean Carfax report. Not valid on previous purchases. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 6 you're listening to the talk of jackson for the hottest shows in the hub city keep it locked right here on 93.1 wtjs You can give them to the birds. 
That's what I want. I love that song. It's on the quiet storm. Well, you know, Uncle Sid's been bringing you the tunes. DJ, you're, you know, everyone's loving your musical selections. The Victory Honda text line has been blowing up. Well, I'm glad that they see the, uh, the music that I do, man. But that was an oldie but goodie. You know, one thing I always love about you, Sid, is that you really, you choose music from the heart. Well, of course. That's what art is, man, when you relate with your heart. So one of the things that we're talking all things business, as always, and sometimes we get a little off topic. We started off talking about sales, talking about a little cold calling. We're getting you to, to the weekend. We're almost to, to, to quitting time. So just bear with us a little bit more. And if you already left work early, good for you. But um, one of the things that I want to talk about is is what I call your BS. Your BS? Your belief system. Oh, okay, good. You like that, huh? Yeah. So one of the things that we all have is a belief system. And some of us defend ours more than others. Some of us choose to stand up for ours more than others. But I feel like that our country's experienced the belief system more over the course of the last 500 and really 600 days. Because leading up to that election, it seemed like so many people were picking sides and the country became so divisive and just so really fragmented in how, I mean, that you remember that, Sid? Yeah. Well, I mean, man, that, that text line is just blowing up, isn't it? Um yeah, well, yes, and, 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 and here's the truth. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, the majority of the public, unfortunately, are sheep. I mean, that's the truth. People follow are followers. There's not many of us that are leaders. There's not many of us that wake up every morning and understand that I, when I wake up, you know, either I'm going to be a sheep or I'm going to be a wolf. I'm going to go out into the world and blaze my own trail. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go it, get what's mine. Well, it's scary to do. It's scary to do because you have no uns- you have no certainty. At one point, because if you're a sheep and you believe in your belief system that you've been taught your entire life says, "Well, this is what I'm supposed to do: work my nine to five, work my dead end job, pay my bills, do this, do that." How do you become the person who goes out and blazes that trail and says, "You know what? I'm going to change my belief system." You wait until they go to college. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but what's the what's the what's the secret? You're a trailblazer. There is no secret. You just do it. it well, no, because I'm not putting that person down. There's a, there's a place for those people, and, and some people are there by circumstance. My father was one of those people. Do you, you think I looked down on my dad? No. No. You think he just did it because he didn't know any better? No. Well, a little bit. A little bit? A little bit. I think he did it because he, cause that was his responsibility, and there was, no, there was no coming up short. There was so much pride in that man that you know he was going to give us the best life he could give us regardless of the, the pressure, the stress, the pain, the inconvenience, and the uncomfortability that he got. Here, here's what one of the things I think is is really eye opening when you and, look and at Chase. It. I don't mean to interrupt you, but dude, we weren't born into money, right? You know, most people are two weeks from financial catastrophe, so not everybody can sit there and take two weeks to make their mind up. You know, you you, you get back from Vietnam, and you know you got to get a job. Did you know? Did you know that they made my mother go to an interview when my dad got? hired with the bell company that's insane isn't it i mean it's just different it was a different world back then but you know what's changed is too is at that time what your dad did that was like respectable yes you've loved lived life the right way that's the way a man should have been that is the way a man yeah and and so I feel like there's a big shift in our country today and with the times that there are trust me if we talk to my father right now 
God bless his soul. He might not say Sid's a man. You know what I mean? He'd yeah. think I was an idiot, to be honest. Well, and, and you know, it's just, it's crazy to me when you see that, and I think a lot of people are realizing that education is not for everyone. That, you know, I mean, they'll finance you, uh, you know, $100,000 in student loans, but if you tell someone you're going to go get a loan and become an entrepreneur, you get laughed out of the room. Yeah. Now, see, I, that's a problem. It, it really is a problem. It, and, it, and I just, it, to me, it's sickening. You know it, what I mean? It is it's sickening. Like, I, I, think, I think that's sickening. I think things, I think the brainwash that our media does is sickening. I think they, I think they influence, create, and promote racism and a lot of other things that should just be distinct, you know, dude, let's move on. You know what I mean? Here's the truth. And, and, and I say this with all integrity and all sincerity. Love conquers all. It takes, a, it takes, you know, if evil was black, and I'm not saying this in a race reason, but I'm saying if evil was black, you can never change that color with any other color other than white. White is going to dilute that, and white is love, right? You know, pure. Yeah. So it takes love to change things. At the end of the day, before you go hating others or hating on others to justify your decisions or your positions and stuff like that, you should love the other and accept them for what they are, who they are, and what they do, and and love them past that. Dude, you know, when we were at Picasso's last Sunday, there was a kid that came out, and I don't know what his dad said to him, but he started crying out there. Dude, I grabbed him. I said, dude, man, I hugged him. I said, stay strong. Your dad will need you. Because the kid needed a hug. You know what I mean? Now, he could have freaked out. He could have flipped out. I meant to tell you about it. I didn't even tell you. But he was outside crying by himself, and, and nobody needs that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying go give money to the homeless. I'm not a philanthropist. I'm not going to start giving out cars like Oprah. You know what I'm saying? I just can't do that, personally, one reason. But, two, everybody wants to be a philanthropist. Nobody wants to earn the money to get there. <laughs> you know? But, but, I mean, when you see a fellow human who's struggling or a fellow human who truly is giving effort and, and, and taking it wrong, man, sometimes that's what you do. You go over and you hug them. A little compassion straight from Uncle Sid. Well, you know, I'm just saying. You know, you bring up a great point. I'm not denying it. I think that, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. There is. Here's the, the easy part and what's messed up in the world is it's so easy to insulate yourself in your, you know, private neighborhood while your kids are in their private school. And you don't have to deal with the world's problems. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's so easy to ignore them. It, 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 well, that and and if, if let's just face it, if you if you truly had a set rules and parameters that if anybody ever crosses this line, they're cut off. You live a lonely life because everybody crosses lines. You just got to know, okay, well, that friend's the guy that's going to try and hook up with my girlfriend. So therefore be careful what girlfriends you bring around them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't just go cutting everybody out like that. You got to love them, love them for who they are. Right. But understand what they're doing. And unfortunately there's a lot of abuse that goes on from that. If you're not careful, because you do got to have parameters and lines and you do got to set your own ways. But at the end of the day, love conquers all, period. At least in my world, it does. Well, you know, I think that's uh, I think that's a lot of wisdom speaking. Well, maybe uh, mostly because you're old, but <laughs> buddy, I'm in my prime. You I, know, you know, they say uh, what was that thing you keep saying about the elders? <laughs> dude, I, I feel like I'm 25. First off, I, I mean, most of the people I look at that are in their 30s look like struck matches. All right. I'm a good looking man and I'm 44. I ain't got a crow's foot, feet, foot, whatever. 
You know what I mean? I take care of myself. Well, you know, I think that's just part of the, uh, the uh, what, are, what do they call that? The, the good living life you've had? <laughs> it's just because you ain't going to get no manual labor out of me. I learned that at a young age. You do age. Botox? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uncle Sid's with us. We're just chatting all things business, talking about life, keeping a little lighthearted because it's Friday. It does, know, I, hey, it doesn't mean if there's a little eye serum laying around, I might not try it. <laughs> well, you know, I, I tell you that um, I'm I'm really enjoying this. I know it's only a few hours later, but I'm enjoying the new time slot. Are you? just feels different. Well, everybody's getting off work, and they deserved it. They worked hard all week. Now they're getting off. Now they get to have a good time, see their family, go love their kids. Man, that's that's what life's about. How do you make the most of your weekend? It's impossible. When it's Friday, it's like, man, I can't believe it ain't Sunday yet. When it's Sunday, you can't believe it's already Sunday. Yeah, the time goes by quick on the weekends. When you work for the man. Well, for me, I'm, you know, Friday's like... Like Sunday, I'm Mon- I mean Saturday's like Monday morning for yeah. me. Yeah, see, my life is like all the weekend. Every day's a weekend for Uncle Sid. That's right, because I got that freedom. How is it living in paradise? <laughs> it ain't paradise. It's just freedom. What would you say? What What is your paradise? Like when you got nothing to do all the time, what What is it? Well, you can what's get in a day trouble if life? you got nothing to do, and I do have something to do all the time. See, you mind me of my ex girlfriends, man. That's funny. When you, When you get good at things, you make it look so simple. I had a girl live with me for two years one time, and while she was leaving, she goes, what do you do anyway? <laughs> I'm like, you think all this is just created magically? <laughs> That's too funny. Well, I mean, you know, not everybody can conceive marketing. You know what I mean? And so they don't understand. And they don't see you leaving for 8 and 10 and 12 hours a day. Although, you might be at Nordstrom's, you know, shopping for your girl, with your girl, and you might have to take a cell phone call for 30 minutes. Yeah. You know? I mean, so you are, I am always working in a way. Yeah. And 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 if my phone rings at 5.30 a.m. and it's a guy, Brad Dixon in Phoenix, Arizona, wanting to brag to me about how him and his dad are loving the new program, I take the call. Yeah. So. More action coming in on the Victory Honda text line. Seems like uh, if you want to join us, you can. It's real easy to, to find us. All you got to do is go to Facebook.com forward slash the chase channel show or as always the victory honda text line 731-215-0158 let's see what the text that uh that came in had to say here sid i'm with sid love wins how about that (laughs) they're just receiving your message out there sid yeah well that's good you know that um one of the things that i that i will say that i realize has changed me a lot is my cat night and day yeah i never uh night and day when you got all mushy about the fox on the uh and the golf well, course that fox was by himself i know with all them ticks all over him felt terrible for him wanted to take him home get him a bath well, get we, him some medicine well you know what you've seen him twice now yeah you didn't bring him no treats so you ain't loving him that much i didn't think he'd be there this buddy time. i'm not going back to that place without something to feed that you're gonna take fox treats and just hope he's there yeah i'm gonna go buy some cat treats and give them to the fox here's the problem is and i learned this while i was at the ranch in malibu hmm is that because I went to throw a pear core out, mm-hmm. and they uh, had a meltdown on me. And I said, well, I mean, it's biodegradable. It'll just... And they said, but animals could pick that up and eat it, and that's not something they find in their natural element, so we don't do that to the animals. Well, this guy in his natural element because he stood within three feet of me and, and sat there and licked his back leg. Well, are you going to go over there and feed him every week then? You dang right I'm <laughs> going to go feed that little thing. 
You heard the commitment to Sid to feed the fox out at the uh, Jackson National He's Golf so Course? He's so cute. He is a cute. You think it's a he or a she? I think it's a she for some reason, but you kept calling it he. Just because you're chauvinist, but you know. Well, you know, I'm, I am not. Yes, you are. My cat's a girl. Because <laughs> you think that all cats should be girls. That's not true. Uh. She just happens to be the, the queen of the house. <laughs> She's the queen of that double wide trailer, huh? There's there's one other thing that Sid's really or the queen really, of Memphis. There's one other thing that Sid's really good at, and he's not he's he's a little uh, what would the word be here? Um, you're kind of uh, like you. I don't know what the word to describe. Why did it is. you make that face when you went to say whatever it was? Well, because you believe you can talk to animals. Well, yeah, I'm a whisperer. He gets give us like one of the little. <laughs> I do sound funny. Give us one of the samples be, of how you how you communicate be, to the animals. Being a six foot three, three hundred and thirty pound man talking to the to booty. I've got some videos of it, but let's just. Give I know because you sit there and make fun of people behind I think their it's back. Funny. Yeah. Are you going to give us a just a little? You a, you want me to talk to booty? Yeah. Booty, come here, booty, come here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be sweet to him. <laughs> Sid, he's always been a, you've had animals forever. Yeah, we grew up with a bunch of cats. Dude, tonality is everything. Talking about sales, practice that tonality and you'll be surprised what happens. You just got it naturally. That's why you don't even notice. Well, and that's uh, that's one of the things I talk about a lot in sales is that when I went through some of the sales trainings I've been through, you just kind of learned the name for what you've been doing. You know, when you're not just when you're just naturally good at it. Yeah. Like they're telling you that well, NLP is this, and the RAS does this, and this is yeah. mirroring. And before you, before you know it, you're doing it naturally, and you you always did it naturally. Didn't know it. Uh, yeah, you just you. They gave you the official name for it, dude. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something real quick. I did this uh, training one time on the road to a sale, and I did you know broke it up into steps. And on the final step, I thought, man, wouldn't it be cool if I did a live like sales call, and then went in and showed them you know the road to a sale. So I was like, well, I got to think about it. But then I had this uh, this like mock up like um, example I did at an event where I did a closing for some people and I thought, well, I'll just go through there and see if I went through the road to sell. Dude, went through it perfect. Didn't even know I was doing it. Wasn't recording that to have for that. But when I went to go train, I said, well, let's just find this right now. <laughs> and we go through the video and you can see me go through, meet, greet, you know, demo, walk around, trial close, close, you know, it was awesome. When Sid mentions the steps of the sale, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but in, in the auto world, but in all sales, there's what we call the road to the sale, which is basically the steps by which we train everybody that this yeah. is how you get to the sale, which is the road to the sale. And it it starts with the meet and greet. There's different variations of the next steps, but they're always pretty much the same. You know, for for like my dealership, we do qualifying wants and needs is yeah. next. Needs analysis, yeah. Yeah, we, we get that because we feel like it's important to show the client we value their time right. while they're with us. So. And, and when you get into advanced closing skills, master closer, you'll actually, when you're doing the needs analysis, you'll ask them loaded questions that'll make them answer certain ways that when you go to close, they have to contradict their wording in order to say no. Well, and that's that's one of the things a lot of people have always asked me. They'd say, Chase, well, how do you sell all these things? You know, what is it that you say? And I always say there's no, there's not like some word you say and, and it just fixes itself. Right. And they say, yes, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. It's everything you say leading up to it. That's right. Is when you finally ask for the business is well, how you make that deal happen. And, and not not to mention, and I want to say this, I know we're working on a hard stop here, but I want to say this. First off, I want to get Chase and myself, I want to volunteer to do an hour show on how to buy a car and save the most money. 
Hey, I'm all for it. All right. Secondly, I want to say this. Don't forget what you do once every four years. We do 20 times a day. So make sure you have fun when you go buy a car. Well, and that's, you know, that's a fact. That's repetition is just one of those things that you will, you know, you'll always become right. become great at. And, and, and I don't know about you, but because I do so much repetition when I used to sell cars that I literally knew it was nothing that could come out of that person's mouth that I didn't know. I had the rebuttal that was going to settle them down, sit them down and, 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 and understand what's going on. So we're, we're almost out of time for this hour. But before we got a few seconds before 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 you know what time it is. Well, it's five o'clock. It's, it's coming right up on five o'clock. But before we get there, since you've been kind of rough on me this first hour, rough. I told you I loved you, man. I well, told the world I loved you. What would you say? Some of my you most haven't positive. said you loved me yet. You said what you love about me, but not that you love me. Well, you know I love you. Well, I heard hesitation. The jury, <laughs> the jury's out. <laughs> what do you think my best characteristics are? I've told you you're above average at every dang thing that you've ever done. Well, there you have it. And, 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 and you're going to be the best if, if you care to be the best at anything that you want to do. But you're above average at everything that you've ever done. Well, I appreciate it, Sid, and you know I love you. Yeah. With no hesitations. Yeah. Forced. It's 5 o'clock, so you know what that means. 93.1 WTJS Alamo. The Talk of Jackson. It's quitting time. I said it's quitting time. I's the foreman. I's the one says when it's quitting time at Tara. Quitting time. Quitting time. It's quitting time. Quitting time. Time to disassemble. It's a semi-line. I'd like to be hanging out, but I got to get moving on. Woo! kitchen and fix me something good to eat and make my head a little high make the whole day complete because we're gonna lay around the shanty mama and put a good buzz on well pass it to me baby well pass it to me slow we'll take time out to smile a little before you let it go because we're gonna lay around the shanty mama Put a good buzz on 
door Cause we're gonna lay around the shanty mama And put a good buzz on Something good to eat and make ourselves a little high, make the whole day complete. Cause we're gonna lay around the shanty mama and put a good buzz on. Well, every night and day, if I can help it, we're gonna lay around the shanty mama and put a good buzz on. That's the Woo Weekend. Man, there's only one way to change numbers, change anything, change your outcome, and that's to amp the energy up to the Woo Weekend, baby! tell you what i know one thing i'm glad we made it to jackson finally made it to the weekend the workday whistle it's the woo whistle the baby. woo whistle baby yeah, i want to hear chase give us a woo. woo woo i don't know about you guys but we're excited and you know you're listening to strictly business as always now in the friday time slot from four to six right here on 93.1 if you're just now catching the show and you missed the workday woo whistle 
That's okay. Be sure to tell all your friends and family about it so you, every Friday they can tune in and join us to get a little woo in their life. What do you think, Seth? I, I want I want some of them to call in and hear. I want to hear the woos. We want some uh, we want some woo callers. So if you want to get in on the action, you can. As always, Facebook.com forward slash the Chase Channel Show. Or if you want to call, we want to hear the woo whistles, right? Yeah, I want to hear it. So if you're excited, it's Friday. Give us a call. The number to call 731-499-3865. Or as always on the Victory Honda text line, 731-215-0158. Chase. Seriously, let's—I mean, talking about business, life, just living in general. There, there's only one thing. Like you know, we talk about this when we go to Tunica. You know what I mean? Those cards are in that deck, and they're going to play out the way they're going to play out, no matter what. Right. The only way you can change the outcome or your experience of that time is with energy. I know one thing. It's impossible to be mad when you just did a nice big old woo. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Don't it just you feel better? You, I feel great. I feel great, too. The weekend's here, and, and as always, we talk all things business. We've chatted a little bit about everything over the course of the- Ma- uh, imagine, imagine, imagine if you did a woo every day before you went to work. You'd crush it. Well, you know, uh, actually, one of the trainers we had a long time ago, his whole thing was he would say when you wake up in the morning- you, when, as soon as your alarm clock fires off, you jump up, you plant your feet, and you say, "Today's going to be a great day." You know, like yeah. just this. And so, anyway, like so, everyone was doing that. So the whole thing around the auto mall forever was, every time someone would see you, they'd scream, "You know, today's going to be a great day." Right? Yeah. Well, that's cool. I yeah. mean, hey, whatever it takes, man. I, I I know this. It's better than sitting there feeling like a victim and sad and sucking up and hating life and and making excuses and 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 you know. And being a you know absolute vampire of, of emotion in every room you go into, and you don't even realize that you're sucking the oxygen out of the place. How many people know somebody like that? Well, negativity in the workplace is one of those things that it's just the worst because it brings everybody down. Yeah, it does. I think the lights flicker. Literally. You can tell the energy difference, too. When you walk into a business, you know right away. Yeah. Like, is this a morgue or is this place got it going on? Yep. You know yep. I think that's one of the coolest things. But speaking of business, let's get uh, let's get back to business. All right, and we'll talk a little bit. What do you, what do we want to cover? I mean, we've talked about sales. We've talked about we blew the worked whistle, the woo whistle. Hey, well, well, work is over. Business is done. All right. I mean, we can still talk a little bit about business like stories or whatnot. But I don't want to be like hitting people to train and all that stuff. Man, it's Friday. The work whistle's done. Let's 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 slide out. So we're going to take it a little easier this hour. Yeah, let's take it a little bit easier. A little easier on everyone. So it's time for story time. So tell us, because speaking of stories, I would kind of like to know, because Atlanta, I lived in for 10 years prior to moving to Jackson. You're an Atlanta native, which if you don't know, nobody is from Atlanta. Nobody. <laughs> no. I, I, I got real parents, and I was a native of Atlanta. I was a very rare person. It was so funny because literally the whole time I lived there, you never meet somebody from Atlanta. Right. I mean, it's a total transplant city, yeah, but it is. what was it like growing up in Atlanta? I mean, it grew a lot. Yeah, it grew a ton. Well, you know, I was where I was born was uh, in Still Mountain, you know, and um, we moved out to Gwinnett, which is just east of there. And, uh, you know, like when I went to high school, I think there was 11 quad A schools in my county, which was huge. You know, like Gwinnett County hit, yeah. hit a million people. There's like 27 5A schools in that county now. That's incredible. Isn't it? It's amazing. Doesn't right? Buford have a great uh, football program? And it's like a, is it single A or double A? <laughs> well, 
Well, they've remained single day. They're the only high school out of all the 27 that remained single day the whole time. I mean, yeah, they got a great program. They win every year the national well, championship. They right? should. You know what I mean? But yes, they do have a good program. I'm not putting them down. Yes, they have a killer football program. However, you know, a lot of that's got to do with keeping yourself a single A the entire time. Yeah, well, especially in that market. Don't they have something where, like, transfer rules where they can they're yeah. also more liberal so they can get good players in there's the- a bunch of that stuff and i and i don't know what all it is i know in little league if you had buford and Nikula on your schedule you went ahead and knew you're going to be two and oh at least <laughs> <laughs> I mean. so what about the city itself i mean i you know i grew up and uh, spent a lot of time in the north burbs there, going through my early 20s but what about i mean like what was downtown like um well a lot of people don't know this but atlanta originally was called the web city and 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 all of downtown used to be covered with like a, a grate where these electric trolleys and it, almost like a, like bumper cars. And a lot of people don't know that. And I'll tell you what, if you, I'll tell you some I'll tell you some hints about Atlanta that are, that are cool. Right. First off, you know, they got the Regis St. Regis. You got the Mandarin. You got, you know, uh you know, JW Marriott and stuff like that. Those are all real nice hotels. Don't get me wrong. If you want to pay 600 bucks a night and blah, 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 blah. But there's one called Georgian Terrace. It's right across from uh, the Fox Theater. And a lot of people don't know this, but the entire cast of Gone with the Wind stayed there the night before they premiered the movie in the Fox Theater. Wow. And, and, and before they built the Georgian Terrace, that's actually where the mayor of Atlanta's house was. Right, it's right at North uh, North Avenue and Peachtree, right? Or no, uh, Ponceleon and Peachtree, and one one block over from North Avenue, but um, which North Avenue is where the Varsity is, and Georgia Tech and Georgia State is now, right? But man, I mean, talking about history, right? And you can stay in this place like 150 bucks. Yeah, I think 190 gets you the two bedroom suite with with washer and dryer and kitchen. I mean, literally. I mean, it's it's the coolest place in the world, and I mean, to know the history of it. But here's what's sick: is the foyer that you go into, like in the front of the place, is actually an extension of glass over the original building, right? So, like the the back wall of the of the the like you know meeting area in the front or whatever is actually the front of the building of the original building. I mean, it's so cool, man. It's very, 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 very you know uh, historic. You're right up from Mary Max. Mary Max was a uh, was the actual uh, restaurant. When you came back from World War One, you came back with a bus ticket and, and, a, and a meal ticket to Mary Max. Because there's a big rail ra- rail yard near there, isn't there? Well, yeah. You there, well, there is a well, not really too close to there. That's more a little bit more north. But yeah, you can. I mean, we used to ride the choo choo all the way up to the Chattanooga choo choo. You know. So uh, because I've talked about the varsity story on here, and I really didn't know it all, I kind of guessed. So can we fact check what, what what was the deal? He got thrown off the tech campus? It, 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 something. Something cool, and I would not do it justice, so I can't tell the story. But did, didn't we get your buddy the whole VHS? I'm sure you never sent it to him, and you probably watched it. Yeah, I think I think basically the deal was is that you know he, he had gotten— He got kicked out of school, and he said, I'm going to own this whole block, and he does. And he did, you know, and now he's gone. But, um, you know, it was a really cool, cool story. But I don't think we can do it justice. Let's tell it next week or something. Well, one thing that we do do justice is is food. I love food. So what about, what's the must-haves if you're, because right now, Air Choice One, fly right out of Jackson. You can fly right into Atlanta. And it's sold out every day. So there's a lot of people 
from Jackson throughout West Tennessee that are flying to Atlanta. So you take the family down to Atlanta for the weekend. Where are some places that they have to eat? Now, I know one of them you're going to say, but I'll let you tell it. <laughs> for for barbecue? Yeah. Yeah, Fat Matt's. Fat Matt's Rib Shack. Line up the street, though, so make sure you got a little time on your schedule. Yeah, yeah, that place is awesome. Not only is that some of the best barbecue you'll ever have in your life, I mean, ridiculous. I mean, you get the rack. You can have, you, you can order anything you want there as long as it's the rack of ribs. <laughs> like, it, you literally just pull the bones out and eat it. I mean, it's it's sick. And then and, and the craziest thing is, is you'll think that it's a homeless person coming off the street, but actually that's the, the blues player that's going to get on stage and just rip it in there. And it's a small like setting. Extremely so it's, small. It's so cool when you're in there because they have the music, live music yeah, going. Yeah, they're jamming. They're jamming. Another pre prerequisite when driving to Fat Mats is you have to put on the Motley Crue song. Which, uh, oh, because you go by Tattletales. Because you go by Tattletales yeah, and it right. says girls, 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 girls right yep, on the front, which is. Right. Rocking in Atlanta at Tattletales. Rocking in Atlanta at Tattletales. So, yep. you know, so you're getting the whole rundown here. When you're visiting Atlanta, this is how you got to do it. <laughs> what are the other hot spots to hit if you want some good food in Atlanta? Well, I mean, we got the best pizza. I mean, I've got friends from New York that are like, oh my gosh. Like, we got some of the best pizza ever at, at Antico's. Is that the one downtown that stays open till they run out of dough? Yeah, is that the is that the coolest scarcity ploy? You ever it, I mean, it, literally. Yeah, yeah they they open at eleven a.m. and close when they run out of dough. You know what I hated about that place? What they don't make nothing off the menu. No, it's they're five like, pizzas. And I you, was like, I'll take uh, that one, but leave this off. They're like, which one do you want? <laughs> yeah, no, no, there's no change in it. Yeah, there, there's I no said, change in it. At uh, all. Just can you leave it? He's like, which one did you want to get? <laughs> Dude, listen, you know he's got three restaurants there now. And one's kind of like family style Italian. If you you like you, uh, Snellgrove was complaining because you know they got more kids than they know what to do with. You know they go after church and they went down there and you know had like fourteen kids with them and they you're not allowed to share appetizers. You're not allowed to share nothing. Each kid was like nineteen bucks. You know what I mean? It was killing them. So what about because I've had a few good steaks down there. Hey, do you know what you know what's sick about Antico? He, you know, an average pizza, if you go to Papa John's or Hungry Howie's or any place like that, they cook at 500 degrees. And normally when it goes to that conveyor, it takes like right around five minutes. Antico's cooks his at 1,000 degrees, 90 seconds. Holy. So yeah. it's a special, it's some specialized oven. It's all real special. And, and, you know, and it's funny, you read his reviews and stuff, you can tell it's like his competitors because they're like, it's not authentic. He uses canned tomatoes. Well, how are you going to get tomatoes from Italy, bro? Like, <laughs> right. I don't see the uh, the dry ice tomato package coming. Well, and the and the canned tomatoes they use, those cans are from Italy. They are from Italy. You can tell. Oh, it's, the whole thing, dude. It's a whole different experience. It, it's it's weird because they put the real mozzarella on there. The mozzarella. <laughs> hey, listen, when people come in from out of town, I take them to eat Fat Mats, and then I take them to Antico's for dessert. Like, for some reason, man. I mean, I know you can crush out pizzas. I can crush out pizzas, but dude, for some reason, that pizza just doesn't sit heavy on your tummy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you can eat like a lot. Now, if you go over to Nancy's and get the Chicago style that's about this. Yeah, then you're in trouble. Then you're in trouble. Yeah, you're in real trouble. What do you think the best steak in Atlanta is? Well, a lot of people are going to say Bones, right? But I disagree. I think McKendrick's. Is Ocean Prime still open? No. No. But that was good because they had a Kansas, they had the Pittsburgh. Uh, so like the 30 year aged or the 10 i mean it was some ridiculous you know, they, they had a Pittsburgh. they had the you, it's the only place you get a pittsburgh new york strip what's the other one chops that's kind of smoky small small and you it's got like the, it's not small it's because they have the downstairs the, the downstairs chop, yeah the yeah. lobster bar but you know th you know there's um there's a private club within chops really? when you go back to the kitchen 
there's a door. It looks like a door to a castle. And you go through there, and it's trust fund haven. So when you were in Atlanta, you were there when the Olympics was going on. Yeah. What was that like? Let's see, 1996. Yeah. Well, they start changing road names. Really? Yeah. They start changing all the road names and, you know, and cleaning up downtown to make it look nice. And, and uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was a reason to never go to Atlanta. I think I broke up with my girlfriend that went to Georgia Tech that year. <laughs> well, you just didn't want to go down there? Well, heck no, man. And back then, they even had, um, they had a thing that originally uh, was called Freak Frat. And, and then it turned into... Man, I forgot the name of it, but man, it was uh, it was absolute insanity. It was um, God, I forgot the name of it. Now it's moved to Miami, um, but basically, uh, you know, there's like um, you know, there's there's uh, there's like five really good, you know, Morehouse, Spellman, Morris Brown, all that stuff. Well, years ago. A few guys, they couldn't really go on uh, spring break, so they went to Piedmont Park and, and you know, had a good time or whatever and barbecued and whatnot. Well, for whatever reason, these kids must have been popular or something because the next year it quadrupled in size and the next year it quadrupled in size and then the next year it quadrupled in size. And then it became where Atlanta was like the number one spring break spot for any black college, right? Which is cool. They're having a good time. But, dude, I mean, like, I remember my senior prom. <laughs> Like we had people jumping on top of our limo, getting pictures taken. You know, there, there was a. I, I won't even tell you how bad it got, but let's just say they had a lot of fun. Where Where did you go to high school there? Shallow High School, and that's that's towards uh, Stone Mountain. It's past Stone Mountain. Like we moved. What is Stone Mountain? I mean, I, I remember it there, it's but the I largest never really... piece of exposed granite in the world. We take it for granite too. What did they put? Like some? Uh, was it like Mount Rushmore? They got some carvings on there. The same gentleman who carved. Uh, Stone Mountain also carved Mount Rushmore. Now, I do know one of Sid's favorite things to do is the Stone Mountain light show. <laughs> it was a laser show? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> only because that's where you hooked up with chicks when you're younger. But uh, yeah, no, no, the, the laser show, if you haven't ever been, it's really cool. And it's the same show every, you know, every year. But um, yeah, it's really cool. You know, you get to sit out there and and uh you know watch the the laser show on the side of the mountain and they play music and stuff i mean it's it's uh it's history man you know and and you know on the side of stone mountain there is confederate generals that have been carved into there and whatnot and they say i mean you don't really i mean it looks like just a beautiful little picture right but you don't realize you can shut you they say you can set like an f-150 on his ear you know wow and um they're talking about taking that carving off which I hope they don't, just for history. Is that reasons. part of the whole statue removal movement? Yeah, statue removal, and well, you know, they changed the flag and and all that. Which you know, it is what it is, and 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 I and I I think things. I think there should be change, you know, but yeah. I don't think you should destroy. By no means. Well, you know, it's 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 tough to look back and say that you know, well, maybe they were on the wrong side of history, but there's so much history before that they don't go tear down, you know. The, the queen's palace because they conquered somebody right you know what i'm saying it's just yeah. to me yeah. i think there's probably a, a, a more tasteful way of doing it all to and i mean history's history it's we can't change it it's there yeah i mean get your time into the present you know quit worrying about the past well and that's uh that's a fact so what about the um now one of the cool things about atlanta and i know this now, now you know atlanta wasn't always the capital either really no man was it augusta no savannah savannah yeah 
You know, I never made it to Savannah except for driving by. I heard it's a cool place. Really? Yeah, it's it, dude. I think it's probably one of the most unique places in the world, but um, very different. And uh, you never made it to Savannah. I drove through there, and I, of course, you know, I then was, you didn't see it. I was googling the uh, the the drinking ghost tours. Yeah, <laughs> where you can like, they have like uh, hearses with the tops cut out. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. you can like ride around and. Oh man, you're just gonna buy it all, aren't you? Yeah, you can. You're like, that guy. Booze it up on the uh, <laughs> on the in the hearse. I, I went to the mobster tour in Chicago. It was similar on a double decker bus. What was that like? They took us to where the Saint Valentine's Day massacre was. You know, I was surprised. And they also took us by a church, and you could still see the Tommy gun fire right up in front of it. Um, but I, let me tell you about the, the, the St. Valentine's Day massacre real quick. They, they said, see that empty lot there? This used to be a building. See where that bush is? That's about where they all lay dead. <laughs> it was a I joke. I was you know. shocked at how clean Chicago was when I was there. Chicago's a good city. It was, I was Chicago's a good city. It's good food. And honestly, like, I love Midwest people. They're yeah. just good people. When you hear on the news, you know, Chirac and more people are, I mean, you think you're going into like a third world country and well, you get there and it it's is, totally. There is, well, no, there is that. No, the South Side and stuff. Yeah, no, there's some bad areas of Chicago as there is in any city. Right. You know. Well, you don't want to be in South Atlanta. I know that. Right. You know, I watched the 10 worst neighborhoods in Atlanta and Bankhead won the won the uh prize on the so th th this is kind of funny what was the name of the sid worked on a at a chevy dealership that was off of one of the worst streets there yeah it was off of uh it was off of stewart avenue but nobody would go to stewart avenue so they changed it to metropolitan and people... yeah so they kept changing the name of the street yeah people would go <laughs> so, th so that people would show up down there yeah they, they said the girl dressed up like mcdonough was not a trick-or-treater <laughs> uh, Sid Michael's in studio with us. We're hanging out, and I said Sid Michael is in studio with us. You just corrected yourself. No, I I always say Sid Michael. <laughs> you just said Michael's again, and you already. I mean, it's Sid Michael. You is. think if you convince yourself, then it makes it right? Come on, please. Well, we got a, we got a lot more action for you. We got Sid's secret sauce that we still have to go through, and uh, so he's got some some secret sauce brewing up for you for the week. We're going to take a short break. And is it okay if we play a little Luke Combs this, this one? I like Luke Combs I mean, you're the lot. music director here, but I just want to – would that be okay? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, okay, I little, love that guy. little Luke Combs coming your way. We'll be back Which right song? after this. Uh, let's do um, – I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to surprise you. It's going to be a surprise. <laughs> All right. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. It's the summer blockbuster sales event, and it's the best time to buy at Victory Honda of Jackson. From now through the end of the month, you can drive home any select vehicle in stock, and you won't have to make a payment until 2019. That's right, no payments until next year. Plus, we'll give you 125% of the book value for your trade-in. For complete details, visit VictoryHondaJackson.com. Then come into Victory Honda on Highway 45 Bypass and drive home a brand new Honda. And make no payments until 2019. And get 125% of the book value for your trade. But hurry, this won't last long. Come in.
today for the Summer Blockbuster Sales Event at Victory Honda. With approved credit through Honda Financial Services. Not all buyers or vehicles will qualify. Payments deferred by lender. Offer valid on select models. Offer does not combine. Plus tax title, license, and 499 dot fees. 125% of the black book wholesale value minus restocking, reconditioning, and mileage fees. Subject to a clean Carfax report. Not valid on previous purchases. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 63018. I like me better when I'm with you. You're listening to the Talk of Jackson. For the hottest shows in the Hub City, keep it locked right here on 93.1 WTJS. This is my kind of town. This is my kind of place. I wouldn't mind hanging around for more than just a couple days. I got a 12th floor room with a killer view on the think about his home I got my new boots covered in red dirt I don't mess with Texas t-shirt and a long star postcard postmark to missing you It's got the biggest sky you've ever seen the coldest beer you'd ever drank but I still feel like I landed on the moon cause it ain't got Houston, we got a problem. What do you think of that guy? Is he incredible or what? He's awesome, but I ain't got no problems. Well, you know, I just, uh, I love that song. I love that that version of it. I think he's got it going on, is those I, videos and the way he, the, the guy that's producing them is doing them. They're incredible. Yeah. No, dude, he's uh, he's the hottest thing. He's one of the hottest things out right now, I think. That little guy with the glasses and the, the little beanie, we got to get him over here. He, he looks like, he, that guy, I, he, he, you couldn't draw a guy to look better than that guy. 
he looks like the position that he's doing. Sid Michael's in studio with us. Sid Michael is in studio with us, and we are talking all things business. As always, we appreciate uh, having you along in the new slot here on the afternoon drive right here in West Tennessee. Hopefully you're making your way home, and if you're just now joining us, that's okay. We got you covered. We have a replay tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 right here on 93.1. Or as always, you can just head on over to iHeartRadio.com, download the app to your phone, type it in. They'll shoot you a message every week when the show's up. Or if you have an iPhone, you can basically find us anywhere. All the listeners heard him correct himself after he said the S. It's Sid Michael is. I'm okay. just correcting right. it to be over-exaggerating. You, you, you can edit it out again like you do. I don't edit it out. Dude. He, he he believes that when I replay it back to him, it's I've like altered it. He, I listen to you alter it. <laughs> totally ridiculous. <laughs> Talking about business and life and getting your way... Uh, out of the work i mean how about that i'm gonna tell everyone that's listening you don't know how much work i put into the work whistle i i do know how much because i had to listen to you re-record it every seven seconds until you got it right and i think you did an excellent job and i'm Thank excited you. and that's why i call it the woo whistle baby <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we're jacked up here but you know that's the thing about it is is it's like uh it's just a way to set the mood for the weekend maybe maybe the the rain's holding off you head out to the river and enjoy yourself or Maybe you do a little barbecue, or maybe you come by a car. This ain't West Virginia. No. Yeah, they pick up the river here, too. Yeah, heck yeah. Right over to the to the Tennessee River. That's what I'm talking about. You've been over there, Perryville with me. You, you know what I think is the coolest thing about this area? What's that? And a lot of people don't know this, right? It, it's the music. Like, it's, it's you, you got to realize, like, the blues came out of Mississippi, like you know like yeah, muscle shoals memphis down to top of arkansas yeah this is we're in the prime time yeah this whole little area right here it's just i mean people have it in their soul and you can hear it well and you know i think that goes back to i mean even elvis the open and, mic nights are cool yeah. did you see that elvis thing i sent you today yeah i didn't get a chance to play it, it you never do well i'm bad about that but I yeah. do sometimes. Oh, well, you send yours. You, you tag me and send yours all the time. Expect everybody to watch yours. Well, you know, I think that our friendship's kind of a one-way street. <laughs> it is. It's like Spring Street in Atlanta, one way. We're talking about all things business, and we were chatting before the break about life and about uh, Sid grew up, born and raised in Atlanta, and now Air Choice One provides flights right out of Jackson to Atlanta. So Sid was giving us the rundown on the places to go and the people to see. But one of the things that we haven't got today yet is the Sid secret sauce. Is it still brewing or is it ready to be served? Oh, it's brewing. How does Air Force One come down here and give everybody rides to Atlanta? It's Air Choice One. They're based right here in... Uh, in. Oh, you're saying I, I said something wrong again? <laughs> no, I just thought it would be nice to hear you re-say it. Uh, hang, we, we have a phone call over here. Hang on one second. Uh, hello? Y yes, Mr. FCC? Yeah, oh, you're looking for someone to, uh, to work with? Yeah, Sid would be great working for the FCC. <laughs> Maybe you can... I mean, what as, you long just, as, it, as long as it's not the FTC, we're partying, baby. Well, so tell us about, uh, you know, we were chatting about Atlanta, things to do, places to go. What do you think the biggest difference between Atlanta and West Tennessee is? People are similar. Mm. Yeah. They're all nice. Yeah. Well, I've always loved Tennessee, man. I've never, like, you know, I did the Corvette shows in Knoxville back in the 90s. Well, see, if you're from Tennessee, it's Knoxville. Okay. All right, well. And, you know, one other thing that we have, our, so one of the, the funny parts is our uh, national uh, service director, his name's Larry, and Larry is, uh, he's from over in Knoxville, mm -hmm. and one of the things he always talks about is, because, of course, service is his line of work, 
and uh, my boss will always say, Larry, you going to get any of them tars? Tars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They say that in West Virginia. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I grew up in the tar business. Yeah, the tar business. <laughs> you know, uh, my great-grandfather worked at General Tire. Yeah. My grandfather, my dad, my uncle all worked at General Tire. Then they worked at a place called Butcher Tire. Yeah, I didn't call you out when you were going, yeah, I was assistant manager. I was like, your family owned it, dude. <laughs> You're nine. Well, you know, I still had a name tag and everything. <laughs> they gave Check you out that the name so tag. Go, they gave you that just so you'd go to work on Saturday. Well, you know. I'll tell you, but the tire business changed a lot when, when all-season tires came out. Back, oh, yeah. back then, like when you'd get a little snow, people went from their summer treads to their winter. Yeah. It was like madhouse. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was insane. Like, I remember the whole, like, he had all hands on deck when that was going on. Oh, I mean, I bet they wanted to strangle the tire salesman that came and introduced all these tires. <laughs> right. Get out of here. You ain't welcome. You know, something else that you don't see in West Tennessee is studs. You know about studded tires? They make studded tires? I heard of snow chains. No, we stud them. So we have a stud gun. Basically, it, it's a little piece of metal. Yeah. And you'd have, a, like, an air uh, yeah. gun, and you literally hold it up to the tire you press the button and it shoots this stud and then the studs a metal basically spike that oh, sticks that back out awesome coming down the road well that's the thing there's a certain date in west virginia by a certain time you have to have the studs out oh uh, because i mean obviously it's bad for the roads yeah yeah well i mean like here's what i noticed and you know and obviously in, in atlanta we, we're not good with snow you know because we don't have, we don't have the equipment i mean all that equipment that removes the snow it comes from north carolina right First off, all right, so that's why people got screwed in the snow in Atlanta. But uh, what 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 blew me away when I first went to West Virginia and they had like a record snow day, I've never seen that. It was like powder. It was beautiful. Yeah. See, I'm used to slush and mush and mush, you know, and, and you, couldn't, you couldn't do anything but maybe get out of school for the day, you know? Like when it was actually like powdered snow, it was gorgeous, man. Well, you know, the key to that is, is that it's got to be about 32 degrees, just the right temperature for a doozy. A doozy. Is that what y'all call it? A doozy. Well, I, 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 I. That's when you get the nice big fluffy flakes. I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't like it when it's too hot outside. But I still don't know why even humans settled where it's Arctic like that. Well, I think back then it made more sense because you got to think that it. I mean, we're talking about a time where there's no AC. Yeah. So being up north, I mean, it's easy to throw a log in the fire and get it the right temperature. And if it's too hot, you just open the window. But yeah. it's a lot harder to, when there's no AC. And what are they hanging out in the in the yeah. ice caverns? I yeah. mean, <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, some people do. I mean, what they do in Atlanta when you were a kid back in the '30s? That had to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> back before baseball, uh, they just put a big old bucket of ice in, in front of a fan and called so it an air conditioning. Maybe you know about this. Let's see if you paid attention in history class. What happened with the whole uh, Atlanta burning and the underground? Uh, the burning has nothing to do with the underground. I thought that's how they built it, was like that it was because they built the city on top of the city. I mean, that would probably make sense in whatever story you were making up when you were telling somebody that. <laughs> it's just what I I've thought I've never happened. heard that in my life. So what's the underground then? I have no idea about the underground, but I can tell you when it got burned. When Sherman Williams, or who was it? <laughs> the, the paint guy? Yeah, when the paint guy. <laughs> no, it was General Sher uh, 
I don't even remember. You've been struggling with this for days. <laughs> I have. It messed me up the other day. That's why you're freaking it out because you knew I was going to say that. <laughs> we got to cut, cut. Oh, there's no cutting. <laughs> General Sherwood Williams burned, burned down Atlanta. It was Sherman. General Sherman. I literally thought that's what the underground was. No, well, I'll find out. But I don't think that's what it was. We're going to get a fact check. He's going to get back to us on, on that. I can't. I got 1% in my back. You, you, uh, you still got the secret sauce brewing or what? Well, you done blacked out the secret <laughs> sauce, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. We hope you all are having as much fun as we are. It's, it's uh, Friday. It's Friday. How we're, can you not have fun? Yeah, we're having a good time, and hopefully everyone's got some are, fun Are you going to correct me? Correct me on uh, what general was it? I don't know. It was Sherwin. <laughs> Sherwin. <laughs> We have no idea, but I promise this, that on the break, I'm going to find out what... Sherman. I'm going to find out if it was General Sherman-Williams, or maybe it was <laughs> maybe it was Lieutenant Benjamin Moore. <laughs> We're going to take a short break. We'll be back right after this. So funny. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. It's the summer blockbuster sales event, and it's the best time to buy at Victory Honda of Jackson. From now through the end of the month, you can drive home any select vehicle in stock, and you won't have to make a payment until 2019. That's right, no payments until next year. Plus, we'll give you 125% of the book value for your trade-in. For complete details, visit VictoryHondaJackson.com. Then come into Victory Honda on Highway 45 Bypass and drive home a brand new Honda. And make no payments until 2019. And get 125% of the book value for your trade. But hurry, this won't last long. Come in today for the summer blockbuster sales event at Victory Honda. With approved credit through Honda Financial Services. Not all buyers or vehicles will qualify. Payments deferred by lender. Offer valid on select models. Offer does not combine. Plus tax title license and 499 fees. 125% of the black book wholesale value minus restocking, reconditioning, and mileage fees. Subject to a clean Carfax report. Not valid on previous purchases. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 63018. You're listening to the Talk of Jackson. For the hottest shows in the Hub City, keep it locked right here on 93.1 WTJS.
on the bottle david lee murphy at least you said it right well you know tongue twister today <laughs> sid michael is with us in studio and we're talking about life business and the things you want to hear about if you want to get in on the action and give us uh give us some topics or things you want to hear about head over to facebook.com forward slash the chase channel show or uh, you can always just shoot us in a text message if you want to the victory honda text line that number is 731-215-0158 what do you think of that song? I love that song. You know what? <clears throat> I saw an interview on uh, YouTube with him, and it was just cool, man. The guy was cool. He, he dude, he's in. He's timeless. He's. I mean, he's super cool. He's very cool. No ego. L- let's ch- uh, Kenny. You know, sing his songs whenever he needs. One of the cool things about him is is he has a brand new song out called "Everything's Gonna Be All Right" with Kenny Chesney, and guess what? Hit number one on the charts. Yeah, well, I wouldn't doubt it because he's a hit-making fool. What people don't realize is how many songs he's he's wrote and been a part of. I mean, he's he's a well, talented dude. Yeah, that, well, same with Jamie Johnson and Chris Stapleton. A lot of people have no clue that he wrote. It says the gap between Murphy's number ones is the second longest ever on the country airplay chart, which launched January 20, 1990. Vince Gill holds the record, having returned to the penthouse when Chris Young's sober Saturday night featured Gill crowned the March 18th, 2017 dated chart 23 years and one week after his own trying to get over you. I can't believe Vince Gill didn't have a number one from 1994 until 2017. Vince Gill's a stud, man. He's a, you know what else? He's got a lot of guitars. Yeah, yeah, he does. He lost a bunch of them in that uh, flood, though. Did you know that? Yeah, the flood in Nashville, right? 
I'll tell you a music fact that nobody will ever, ever believe. Hit us with it. Did you know Aerosmith never had a number one song until that Armageddon movie? And then it was, what was that? Give it, sing it for us. I don't <laughs> I can't remember. It was around your time that you were listening to that. Song. Don't want to close my. That's it, go. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was their first number one. I hit. still. I mean, I, I can't really hit the. I'm more of a. Bar, I'm second. more of a baritone. Who thought that Aerosmith didn't have a number one hit until then? Were you an Aerosmith fan? Of course I was. So let's let's just let's let me just ask well, you a couple I, first, questions. First rock band that got me into music was Kiss. But I was just I about to a, say Kiss or Aerosmith. Yeah, well, then I was a massive Motley Crue fan who was influenced by Aerosmith. And, dude, I mean, they're awesome. I mean, come Who's on. the best rock band of the 80s? Of the 80s? Mm, Motley Crue. Mm. Hands down for what me. What about the 90s? Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Huh? We're, to this day, Foo you Fighters. You watch them at Chastain? They don't play Chastain. What was the place they played? Piedmont? Oh, they. Oh, yeah. Well, they played. Uh, yeah, because they they played. Uh, they played Piedmont. Uh, one one time, yeah. But dude, I'm telling you right now, the best live rock band in history is the Foo Fighters. Really, dude. I, I mean, blow you away. I saw them at Fenway Park too. What's their best song? I don't even know what they sing. They, you would be blown away that how many songs they have. You just don't know it. Dave Grohl is the ultimate rocker of of all times he's just a good dude he's funny he, he's he's talented i mean his whole band is is absolutely just next level of talent i mean and you know he was the drummer for nirvana well i didn't know that yeah you probably you weren't born then i don't think well you know I, we had things we had more interesting groups growing up like justin bieber and <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i was a little bit before then but <laughs> Bell Biv DeVoe. I remember watching. I remember watching. This is this is what's crazy is when I'm old, right? This is a memory I'll share with my grandkids. I'll say, I remember when Justin Bieber just made it big on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Like when our when when my grandfather sat me down as a kid and said, like, I remember this. I mean, it was from the 30s. I respect Justin Bieber for, for what he did. He's a talented kid. But do you know who I think the most talented in that age group or that? release that area that that time who who's the girl that's really popular well you don't even know her i'm forgetting names. taylor swift taylor swift yes Jeez, i'm just having to drag you along over here well thanks i appreciate the help the it's... most talented but you can't remember dude well did I'm... you come up with the general's name on the... <laughs> while, while we were on break oh at least we at least we didn't hear dust on the bottom you got the Sid's secret sauce ready or what? I'm not giving the secret sauce today. <laughs> I want to finish about Taylor Swift. Okay, I, I want go ahead. To, go ahead. Dude, you know, they the let, stage is yours. Well, they they allowed her to to actually talk about it, or they allowed her to like have creative freedom. People don't realize, man, when you start crunching people's creative freedom, even in business, even in work, even at Victory Honda, when somebody's being creative, let them go, man. Let them let them let them spin. Let them go wild. You're a creative guy, creative mind. I am creative. I don't, I just miss that. I guess I have a little creativity. I enjoy the, the like, especially when the, like the five o'clock whistle and the. Straight up, here's the truth. Every single kid born is an artist until they're told they're not. Guess who the general was? <laughs> I, I didn't look it up. Did you look it up? I looked it up. It was, you were close. Sure, sure. It was William T. Sherman. Sherman. Okay. Well, see, I was so close, you were man. close, and really, you had Sherman and William. So, had you, you really just had it. You're dyslexic. You just didn't know. I am very dyslexic. Thank you. Uh, you noticed that. 
Wonder if, uh, do you think he had like some paint stirs that he went after him with? <laughs> he was long gone before he could sue him, right? I've sold a lot of paint in my life, and I mixed a lot of paint cans. And you had to look it up. Well, I didn't know. I mean, it's obviously wasn't named after him. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, they just swapped the name around. It's probably some sort of angle. Maybe. You think the Illuminati's involved? Definitely. You think they own Taco Bell, or is that just? I think Lee Roberts owns it. Lee Roberts owns Taco Bell. Hmm, interesting. Lee E. Roberts. <laughs> Robert E. Lee. <laughs> you crazy. Sid Michael's hanging out with us. Sid Michael is hanging out with us. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> you keep saying the S, man, and, and, and I love it because we had hundreds of people call in. We're going to go to the Victory Honda text line. We have a text that just came in. It says, he's saying Sid Michael. So there you go. Back down. The public has spoken. I doubt it. You got to give us the sauce, man. We're, I mean, we only have a few minutes left. Everyone's had a nice time. We've eased them into the weekend. Now we got to send them off on the Sid Secret Sauce. Secret Sauce, uh, you got to give me a topic, man. It's the weekly Secret Sauce. Uh, can can we get a little energy, a little energized? I'm, oh. I'm always full of energy, but what what's what you want to talk about? Motivation? What keeps you motivated? Well, I think that, uh, first of all, I'm going to preface this by saying Sid's one of the most positive and motivated people that I've ever met. And, you know, I think that's something a lot of people struggle with. You wake up in the morning, you're feeling hazy. Things aren't going your way. You're like, well, how's the day going to go? Where and, can and they you go do, and see how, how, you, how we wake up in the morning? Well, they can head over to Facebook.com, and I'm sure we can share the video right over to the Chase Channel Show page. So Facebook.com forward slash the Chase Channel Show, and you can watch a video. It's not censored, so um, make sure that if you're underage, you plug your ears. Oh, because I said a, a bad one, yeah. Well, it's okay. Facebook, you're allowed to say what you want to say. Is your mom going to get mad at me when she hears it? Um, No, no, she won't. Because my mom won't. Here's the funny thing is my mom, guess how she used to wake me up? How? She wouldn't. She'd just start vacuuming, slamming it into the door while you're sleeping. <laughs> just coincidentally, the hardwood floors needed vacuuming, you know? Uh, you, you know Jason Ames, my buddy, right? Yeah. He said when his mom would wake him up, he, you know, he had a brother named Tim and Brian. He said his mom would wake him up like this. Tim, honey, get up. Brian, get up. Jason! <laughs> Maybe he was a hard sleeper. <laughs> you know he was. Stubborn's what he was. Yeah, mom gets all the curtains opened up, lets the light in, starts doing the vacuuming. Like, mom, well, can I sleep alone? Well, of course, yes. Yeah, sleep Well, alone. some people like to sleep all day. Well, I will say this, that over time, I'm a lot more. I mean, you remember when I was far from a morning person. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I. No, you're a good morning day. person. I, I had you melt down once this week, but other than that, I do better. Yeah. One small meltdown. <laughs> so give us the sauce. How do you stay positive, Sid? Man, I don't know how to tell you. You got two or three minutes. The stage is yours. Don't well, mess it up. I, I don't know how to tell you, man. It's just just magnetic. It just flows. <laughs> Pretty much. It it's it's it, it. You know what it is? It's mind hacking. It's garbage in, garbage out. Garbage in, garbage out. Seriously. Like, it's the way you receive something. If somebody says, hey, nice shirt, and you hear, nice shirt, thank you, man. I, I like the shirt, too. Or if you hear, nice shirt, yeah, well, you know, up yours or whatever, you know, pass on you or whatever, you know, whatever, mad at them. There's two ways that you can receive information. And the way that you take in that information is a result of your motivation and attitude every single day. That's an interesting take on it. It, it. it is. It's the way it's the way you, you the way you hear things and the way you take things in. It'll make you sick. 
Well, it looks like we're out of time for this week. I just want to say thanks to all the listeners for getting us to prime time. We finally hit the big time, Sid. Do you think Mama's proud? I know Mama's proud. Yeah, she's proud. But uh, we seriously, the show's for the listeners, and uh, we appreciate you. How much we, time we got? I mean, we got a little time. Go hey, ahead. you remember when I took you to Manhattan? Yes. How cool was that? It was really cool. Right? New York, right? Yeah. We went to this hookah bar. <laughs> And it was right when Facebook first came out. Yeah. And so Chase just tried one time with this apple tobacco hookah. His mother saw the picture and was in the car halfway to New York to come snatch him out of there. She she thought I was like hitting a bong or something. She thought you were smoking weed. Yeah. Uh, we're, Mom, just, we're just being cultured, right? Yeah, yeah, learning, well, learning what a hookah bar was. Life in New York. Yeah, mom, mom doesn't... Uh, yeah, well, I'm like, what's a, what's that mama said? My, 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 Bobby Boucher? Yeah. My mama said. Well, we hope everyone enjoys the weekend. We appreciate you tagging along with us. If you're just now tuning in, don't worry. You can catch the replay tomorrow morning right here from 9 to 11 on 93.1. Or as always, you can, if you have an iPhone, just pull up the podcast, type in The Chase Channel Show, or on iHeartRadio.com, type in The Chase Channel Show. Thanks for listening, and until this time next time, we'll see you later. You've been listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play to hear fresh new weekly episodes. For more, please visit Facebook.com slash The Chase Channel Show. That's Facebook.com slash The Chase Channel with two N's and two L's show. Until the same time, next time, keep it right here on 93.1 WTJS, the Chalk of Jackson.
event, and it's the best time to buy at Victory Honda of Jackson. From now through the end of the month, you can drive home any select vehicle in stock, and you won't have to make a payment until 2019. That's right, no payments until next year. Plus, we'll give you 125% of the book value for your trade-in. For complete details, visit VictoryHondaJackson.com. Then come into Victory Honda on Highway 45 Bypass and drive home a brand new Honda. And make no payments until 2019. And get 125% of the book value for your trade. But hurry, this won't last long. Come in today for the Summer Blockbuster Sales Event at Victory Honda. With approved credit through Honda Financial Services. Not all buyers or vehicles will qualify. Payments deferred by lender. Offer valid on select models. Offer does not combine. Plus tax title, license, and 499 dot fees. 125% of the block book wholesale value minus restocking, reconditioning, and mileage fees. Subject to a clean Carfax report. Not valid on previous purchases. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 63018. You're listening to the Talk of Jackson. For the hottest shows in the Hub City, keep it locked right here on 93.1 WTJS. 93.1 WTJS Alamo. The Talk 